Welcome to the Culture Classroom, a podcast for teachers and coaches by teachers and coaches. Listen to top leaders, innovators, and influencers share their stories about how intentional culture elevates performance. Now, here are your hosts, John Weaver and John Torrey. Let's get better together. All right, well, JT, uh, welcome back to the classroom. We've been, uh, I guess, COVID out or whatever you want to call it. We've been navigating this water of COVID for some time, and, um, you know, there's there's so many uncertains, but what does feel certain is getting back in the classroom with you and, and recording these podcasts again. And it feels good to be back doing this and, and providing a resource to coaches, to teachers, to CEOs uh, of companies, even principals, administrators uh, that actually listen to us. And, and uh, you know, like you say, they, they, nobody's told us to shut up, shut up yet. So, um, you know, we, we have Just some. My wife. Except Just my wife. That's yeah. all that I hear about on a daily basis. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we um, we're going to dive into some mini pods in this series, uh, about twenty to twenty-five minute quick listens. I think our, our listeners are going to enjoy it. Um, you know, it's a it's a drive time, pretty much. You listen to us driving to work, and and you can catch the full episode. Uh, but I like the one that we're going to jump into tonight. Uh, it's from Jocko Willick, and it talks about good. And you have some connection with this, with your football program, about how uh, Coach Van Cly kind of navigated the waters and what he wanted y'all's football team to look like uh, going through this COVID season. Uh, I have some experiences I can share as well. With I'm going with one of my wide receivers right now that's a sophomore. Uh, but I'm, I'm really pumped up to get back in the classroom. I'm really pumped up, uh, you know, just to, to start recording again, get back to some kind of normalcy. And, uh, you know, this just feels right. Being, in, being back in the classroom and, uh, and recording. Yeah, people don't see it, but we're in the middle of football season right now. So uh, yours and my spare time is kind of at a premium. Um, and I think that's where these mini pods are really going to be helpful and insightful. And we're going to try to give people just the best of the best in 15 to 20 minutes. Um, going into the season, none of us quite knew what football looked like. We didn't know. First of all, a lot of people are doing senior night week one because we don't know if we're gonna no one thinks we're gonna make it all the way through the season uh we don't know what the playoffs look like yet here in iowa every team is gonna make that so that's a little bit different um contact tracing has put some kids out more positive tests have put kids out and uh all this is out of our control right so going into the season we kind of told our kids to stay big and it's an acronym and i wish i could say man this is my deal but it is not we stole it we use it with our kids though And it stands for breathe, be into, so to take one from Brian King right there, he always asks, are you in or are you into? Uh, We want kids to be into it, want them to be where their feet are. And then finally, the Jocko Willink of good. So if you can do those three things, if you can breathe and be where your cleats are, then whatever we face, it's going to be good. Yeah, and I start thinking about, think about teenagers and the ones that lost their season, so for baseball players, for the NCAA basketball, did, did not have the tournament. For uh, for me as a track coach, we didn't have a track season. You know, all those spring sports did not have a season due to COVID. You know, how do you deal with those setbacks, those failures, those delays, those defeats, those disasters? Well, if you ask Jocko Willick, he actually says one thing, good. He has a fair, like, it's a real simple way to deal with those situations. Um, and that's – now, one word to get into is good, but I like what you say about breathe because how many times do we 
do we go so fast that we just forget to breathe? We're not in the moment at all. And it's like we're going through, if you can picture Star Wars, the beginning scene, you know, when the, you're fast forward and it looks like you're flying through and having the stars going 100 miles an hour at you and you're just flying through, the, through space. They forget to just breathe and enjoy moments in life. And I think that's, that's one of the things that I think through this COVID season, JT, we just need to, to sit back and breathe. I, I think we got that this spring, you know, March, April, when things really started to shut down and, and this uh, pandemic became real. We had the chance to breathe for the first time in a long time. And now that we're a few months removed from that, like our world is speed is like speeding at a really fast rate right now. Right. So we are in that Star Wars. It's a really good analogy. Um, and I think that we do a really good job of telling kids they need to breathe. So like when you're in kindergarten, when you're in elementary, you know, a kid comes crying to you and they've got snot dribbling all down their face and you know, you can't understand a word they're saying. Those of you that have kids at home, you see this on a daily basis almost. But by the time we get older, we tell them to suck it up and don't don't do that anymore and don't show your weakness, don't show emotion. But we also don't tell them to breathe. And even as adults, we need to really make intentional time out of our day so that we can just stop and carve out a few minutes for ourselves where it's total quiet. Um, all the peak performers do that, by the way, Coach Weaver. And so it's just natural that we tell our high school kids to do the same thing. Yeah, and I go back. Greg Graber, who is um, a mental performance coach at um, Lausanne Learning in Memphis, and he's the author of Slow Your Roll. But his big thing, like he does m mindfulness training, breathing exercises with these sports teams. And he has a thing called 517 where you, you, know, you breathe in for five seconds, you hold it for one, and you breathe out for seven seconds and you repeat that. And uh, I did that with some of our kids and they it just kind of relaxes them. So you talk about breathing, there's also exercises you can do. Like I said, this is not us, this is other people. Greg Graber has this 517, this mindfulness training that he does with pro teams, with college teams. And, you know, I think it's so important to just really, to just breathe and it's, it's a simple word, but you're so right, we tell kids we tell other people to breathe, to breathe. Hey, relax, breathe. I mean, when they're shooting a free throw, breathe, right? But how, might, how many times do we follow our own uh, instructions and we you don't know, even breathe? I really love your 517 example because it's like, what, that's 13 seconds? Mm -hmm. Like, who doesn't have 13 seconds? And I know, like, uh, Brian and Tim Kite talk about push and pause, and that's another skill that we try to teach our kids. It goes along with breathing. Right. But um, I think about our football team right now. We're struggling offensively to move uh, the ball. We're struggling to get consistent first downs. And so one thing that we found that kind of works for us is we snap the ball with 15 seconds left. So if they spot it with 40 and the clock's running, we're going to slow the game way down because that's what our offense needs to do. I, I know it's totally contradictory to what you're doing in the South with you uh, and your ARB and your Star Wars, but um, we slow the game way down. And so if, we, if they spot the ball at 40, think about 13 seconds, you know, that takes it out of 27. That still gives us time to get the formation in, get the play in, get personnel in, and get going. And our kids are just better off uh, with that. But that has to be coached. You can't right. just say it and hope kids do it. 
uh, because we all know that like the worst time to breathe is when you have to breathe. Right, right. You know, my, you say that my wife has this Apple Watch, and when she quits breathing, it tells her to breathe. So maybe, maybe we need this Apple Watch thing that tells us to breathe. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, it, and, and you're you're right on, you're spot on with our offense. So like our, we want the defense to to not catch their breath uh, as an offense for us. So two contrasting offenses, but um, you know the same token. You know we want to we want to breathe, but yet when we breathe. You know, is it is it the kind of breath? Are you gasping? Or are you breathing at a normal pace? And I think that's something that you know. I think we were gasping uh, right now because it's coming. The world's coming at us a hundred miles an hour. With everything's opening up slowly. Some states it's not. And then we have the mask thing. I mean, you talk about breathing. Put a mask on. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you know. It's funny because we're in the middle of COVID, and so it takes maybe a pandemic to get that analogy, but we've been wearing a mask for a long time as a society. Yes. Wow. And so I, I just think it's a really important message to send to teenagers. The second piece to being big is being into. And this is, we all know that like any specialization, any kind of peak performance, you have to have laser-like focus. And so for our kids to be into, um, that, that is just be in on it. Like, you know, if it's second and 10, then just be right here on second and 10. Forget about what happened on first and 10. Forget about what's going to happen on third and whatever. Focus right now on second and 10. Yeah. I, I, I did this a lot. Um, I told their kids when I was a junior high head coach, we were in the weight room. And I told them they are hanging in, hanging on, or hanging out. And you wanted to be hanging in. Always, you never want to be hanging on, and you never want to just be hanging out. You wanted to always be present, so hanging in, being present in the moment. Um, that's just something we we used that summer uh, to promote. Uh, you know, guys getting there on time when they are there. They're doing, you know, the amount of reps they're supposed to do. They're not cutting reps. So being in, you can talk about Nick Saban. He also says, you know, be where your feet are. Um, but there's so many times, there's so many distractions in today's world with, I mean, just call a spade a spade, social media, TikTok, Instagram, um, Snapchat, that it's hard for kids to be in. And yeah. I think it's a it's an art for, to coaches to have those kids to be in the moment by fascinating them, in the words of Randy Jackson, to get them to be in that moment rather than, oh, I... I'm, I'm lifting weights, but I'm thinking about what I'm doing this weekend. No, you need to be where you, be where you are, be in that moment, build relationships with your teammates, and worry about this weekend when the weekend comes. And that, that's you know we're we're talking about teenagers here that we coach. Um, let alone you're thinking about how about the coworker who it's Thursday afternoon or Friday morning. They're already thinking about the weekend. Be in that you moment. Know, yeah, and I think the one other piece that I would add to that to, for peak performance, for what we're after, for other people that are like us that are, you know, in their life and they're they're all in on all the things they do, is it's a page from Dabo Sweeney after Clemson beat Notre Dame, but it's BYOG. It's bring your own guts. Like, you'll really show me where you are in the moment if you have guts. Uh, 
and, and Dabo talks about, we'll give you a Chromebook. We'll give you a place to stay. We'll give you special uniforms. We'll give you a pizza party when you make the playoffs. We can't give you guts. That's right. up to you. And so you're, you're really into if you can show you've got guts. Yeah. Or we'll give you a, an orange or a slide in your field house. We'll do that if you're into. Have you seen the slide at Clemson? Unbelievable. It's pretty sweet. Pretty it's, sweet. It's phenomenal. You know, so, I mean, being into, uh, and look, I struggle with it, being into. I, I mean, I'm teaching class, but I'm also thinking about Friday night when my main goal is to be into that classroom. Um, you know, so there's so many things, and, and we struggle with it. So we're not saying to our listeners, we're not perfect. We're, we're giving you tangible things that, that we struggle with, that we see every day that um, maybe you can bring back and help your athletic program or, or your office or whatever. But being into as simple as just being where you are, training your mind to be where you're supposed to be and giving your full effort in that moment. Yeah, and, you know, um, it's not anyone's fault. I think sometimes we say, oh, you're not into or, or whatever. We're a distracted society. You know, we are more distracted than any other society in human history. Mm-hmm. So I, that's not really an excuse. Yeah, the phone is not – that's part of this problem. Our schedule is part of this problem. The life out of balance, that's what got us into this whole COVID mess partly, you know, as far as the shutdown and now we're warp speed and are we headed back for a shutdown? So we just live life out of balance and it's no one's fault, but it's something that we really just have to be better at and more intentional. Right. That's right. And the last part of our uh, analogy is, uh, is good. And you did a really good job of talking about it uh, at the beginning of the podcast, Jocko Willink. He's got a Ted talk out there. He's got some YouTube and podcast stuff, uh, but it's just good. So it's like, Hey, you fumbled the ball. So we have a negative play and now it's third and 17 good or um i know you're struggling right now playing a sophomore we're playing a sophomore at tailback too and it's like good you're gonna get your butt kicked for a couple games and we're gonna see how you evolve yeah i mean you know when you when you put me on this word about a week ago i was thinking you know that i was examining it i went and did some research on it um i read the, the the part of the book that you sent me read that and it just goes back to no matter what happens, there's always a positive that you can take away from any situation. So this receiver was, I mean, it was a bad night. It was one of those bad nights where, I mean, it's where they, you know, when you can't catch a ball, they call you butterfingers. But he couldn't catch. He couldn't remember anything. It was, the, the game was coming at him warp speed. And uh, he came to the sideline. He was like, take me out now. And I was like, no, like, I, no. <laughs> You're going to go through this moment, and you're going to come out a better person. So, you know, you had a bad night, good. You're gaining learning experiences to help you down the road in the playoffs. And I think that's that has to be coached. That can't just be said. That has to be coached and then follow it up. You know, it's a it, it comes down to a feeling. And how are you training your mind on when failing happens, how do you turn that into a growth mindset rather than failing and take me out I can't do this anymore I'm failing at this take me out I failed a test oh I'm not I'm no good no good good study harder 
Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right. And there probably isn't one person who listens to our podcast who won't tell you that failures lead to success. Like people who believe that they listen to us, right? Like the idiots that don't believe those kind of things, they're not listening to us. They're not trying to get better with a 20 minute podcast or whatever. Right. So it, you truly do have to sell it to people though, that like, Oh, you fumbled the ball. Good. Or, Oh, you ran the wrong route. Good. Or, um, yeah. Oh, you, you got injured a little bit. Okay, good. Um, and I think what Jocko Willink believes, and this is where his sealed background comes in, but it's an opportunity to find a better solution. Mm. And that's what we're after. Uh, so at the end of the day, that's when we tell our kids, stay big, right? Breathe, be into, and good, whatever happens. And I don't know what you would tell your athletes, but there isn't one of my athletes that doesn't want to be big. Yeah, and I don't want us to come across sound, sounding like we're positive Pauls. You know, we're ultra Mr. Positive. But you got to find the positive in something, you know, you focus on the good and use that word good to go back to that, you know, take that issue, take that problem and make it something good. Just like we talked about, you know, he's going to have a chance this Friday night to get on the field and showcase his talents again. You know, I, I think it helps with the attitude of your team. You know, if well, you start looking at your team and change that whole mindset, Hey, we won 51-17. Good. Let's try and replicate that next week. Yeah, and I, I guess I'll take the other angle on that where it's like if you don't say good in those situations, what message are you sending your team? Mm. Like we know it's not good. I know fumbling the ball is not good. You know I, dropping passes isn't good. Like we know that. So it's not about – you know, being all perfect and, oh, good, good. We lost the game 55 to zero. You know, it, it's just a mindset of how do you foster the next play, right? Because if you're in a positive mindset, then you're going to perform better the next play. And let's be honest, Coach Weaver, you and I have been doing this a long time. It's always about the next play. Oh, no doubt. It's, it's going to turn – I mean, you know, this drives me nuts, and I, I might be a – 10 second tangent when 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 other coaches like catch the ball after we drop the ball well no crap like i i know we're supposed to catch the ball it's like a pitcher telling him to throw strikes he knows he needs to throw strikes what kind of positive encouragement are you giving him are you giving him some constructive criticism because look catch the ball not a coaching point but find the good in everything so Another word, and, and a, this is a whole other podcast, and we can segue into this for, for the next one. But, you know, the word button now. Yeah. So, I, just, there's a whole, man, you got my brain going on this 20 minute pod. Um, so, good. <laughs> um, you know, Jocko Willick says it best, too, at the end of it when he's talking and, and I'm reading this, um, if you can say the word good, guess what? It means you're still alive. It means you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, then you still had some you still have some bite left in you. And I think that's a great way to look at it. By saying good, now obviously he's coming from the Navy SEAL background. But how about your football players on Friday night? To get them to understand if they use the word good, they still have some bite left, left in them. Just like Damon West says, you don't have to 
Uh, you're not going to win all your fights, but you have to fight all your fights. Yeah. Well, and it's a big circle, right? You can't you can't be into something if you can't breathe. And then if you're not into it, you don't care if it's good or not. So it's got to be in that order, right? right? Breathe, be into, and then good.